0: guys welcome to the second edition the second drunken democratic debate reaction show this is your host for the night john odermatt start the podcast all right well that was a nightmare was it not <laughs> let's, let's just get jump right into it start out by introducing my uh, my guest today we got three people who suffered through that i don't know what it was it was a lot of uh a lot of anti-gun talk a lot of anti uh I don't anti liberty talk. Let's just get to it. Rico, welcome. I haven't seen you in what a week, three days, four days. I don't know. It's
1: been too long, Odie. It's been too long. They, the real hero of my weekend, uh, John Odermat, for waking <laughs> up at nine a.m. and driving three hours to an airport.
0: You know, some, somebody's somebody's got to do it.
1: The guts and grits on that man. <laughs> we'll sing songs of you a hundred years. You
0: guys could barely even <laughs> drive in the car. You were struggling to even stay upright. And, uh, that is fact. Uh, yes. Of course, we're talking about the trip from uh, from Pork Fest to the Boston Airport, which is the worst drive in the world. In case you're wondering if anyone wants to try it out, but uh, let's move on to our next guest, Trisha Stewart. Welcome. Hello. Is this, hello. Is this your first time on Lions of Liberty, or it is. It is. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. I can't hello believe Mark interwebs. hasn't had you on yet.
2: Yeah, he sucks. He does suck.
0: <laughs> fact.
2: We can just bash
0: Mark. That's uh, if, if we want to do that.
2: Right. Well okay. (laughs) (laughs) Least favorite characteristic
1: of Mark Claire. Go.
2: Okay. Um, the fact that he hasn't had me on, maybe. I don't know. I was looking for something more personal. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, he's a cool dude.
0: I just wanted to leave Remzo hanging as long as possible. Remzo, welcome Mm -hmm. back to Lions of Liberty. John, thank you. And during that time, I I thought
3: multiple times, why didn't I jump into a bathtub and throw a toaster in it? (laughs) Because at the end of the debate is this beautiful, you know, end of the rainbow. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I actually didn't. I missed like their closing statements because I was getting set up. So, did, did I it's miss okay, anything? John. No, John. No. Is
3: America missing?
0: No, actually, no, I, no, <laughs> I, I lied. I did hear one closing statement. Um, Eric is it Swalwell? Is that how you say Swalwell. his name? Wow. Who, by the way, I, with I, me? Swalwell. Swalwell.
2: Swalwell.
0: He's a terrible person. Wow. I can't stand his face. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> who he
2: looks like?
0: Punch he him. looks. Do you remember
1: Workaholics? You ever see that show? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he looks like deer ders if he had a bad facelift. That's what I was. That, my, um. I knew I recognized him from something, but
0: that's what it was. <laughs> um, he, what did he say? He said, Uh, I, I might be, uh, normally I change, changing diapers, I can diapers, yeah, like oh, change terrible. America. <laughs> he's like, But I'm changing Washington, and let me tell you, Washington smells worse than diapers.
2: Washington is America's diaper. That's what the true. Fuck.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so that was the closing statements. I, I missed them, but let's just do a, a quick around the room here. I don't know if you guys can find it in you, but uh, actually, before we do that, what's everybody drinking? Are, are you guys drinking?
2: Yes, of course.
0: What do you have, Tricia?
2: Well, I'm a lady, so I'm drinking uh, Sauvignon Blanc.
0: Oh, ah, very classy. Yes, classy.
2: I'm a classy lady.
0: I'm drinking some uh some Oberon. Oberon uh nice summer what is beer, that? refreshing.
2: Oh. oh. Okay.
0: It's uh made Russian? by Bels- is it Russian? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's made in Michigan. They're so. hacking our beer, <laughs> interfering
1: with our beer selections.
0: Michigan's yes. ba- basically Russia, so. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Rico, you drinking anything? Like I'm that? drinking
1: a Dogfish Head Session Sour. I ha- I got the taste of it, a hankering from the weekend. So yeah. I'm
2: very, I'm very sorry, Rico. Very
1: Why? Sorry. You don't like because. sours?
2: No. Oh,
0: they're delicious. Sours are delicious. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: I it's actually thought I thought I hated sours until I tried one, but they're actually pretty good. Yeah. Yes, you should
1: you should give it another
0: chance. Mm-hmm. Remzo, mm-hmm. are you sober? Are you on heroin? What's going I am, on? I am three <laughs> weeks sober and loving it.
2: Really? Because that wasn't very convincing.
3: I'm a fucking <laughs> alcoholic. What do you want from me?
2: Okay, fine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm <am laughs> suffering so much right now.
2: Good. I just so, want to die. Yes. So <laughs> much.
0: Remzo is a writer. He's rolling out a book. Of course he's an alcoholic. You have to be.
2: <laughs> yes. so uh
0: now that we got that out of the way humanity is
3: pain watching all two hours of this was pain
2: yeah so do you feel do you feel more human
0: no do you feel less human yes
1: (laughs) i think we could have like cut it out cut it off after an hour and and nothing was like new was said in that last hour Mm -hmm. i think we got the gist of every candidate and every candidate was i have a plan for that and we need government to do this Mm-hmm. Regardless of the words they actually spoke, that that was the basic effect.
0: Of I, I was wondering one. if That's they true. could talk a little bit more about being against children in cages because that is such a a bold stance. I and, was unclear. Uh, you know, they could have come out against slavery and rape, and you know, <laughs> I just right. I just don't know. I, I mean, how big are their hearts? It's hard to tell.
2: I, I want to tell you that they hate all bad things. So of I've learned that. Yeah, That's ah. a it's very brave. It really is <laughs>
3: very brave. Like, like I, I just, I just want to ask everyone this: Before tonight, did anyone
1: know that Marion Williamson was an actual human being? Nope. I've <laughs> never heard of her name before. But I pray that she gets to fight Donald Trump on a battlefield armed with only love. That <laughs> would be amazing. That was in her closing statement, Odie,
0: If you didn't, yeah. oh, you didn't well, that's, that. that's yes. pretty good. Armed yeah. with love, yes. she
2: practiced that in front of a mirror like thirty <laughs> times. I guarantee to you.
0: I had an English teacher
3: that used to get stones during class, and I'm pretty sure that might actually be her.
1: During class,
3: during class. Sweet. <laughs> I went to a very progressive high school.
1: That's a bold, <laughs> bold play right there.
0: <laughs> did you she have to how you turned house? into a, a radical Christian, Remzo. Progressive high school. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Marianne Mary Ann Williamson. I didn't even know what she looked like. I didn't know anything about her. Was it my imagination, or did they not? Ask her a question for the first like forty five minutes, and I was like, i was seeing this woman on the end of the stage. I'm like, what is she like? Are they going to ask her something? I, said, like, who, who is I she? thought she wandered on
3: at one point when she popped up. I'm like, whoa! Like who? who <laughs> Why they let her on?
1: Doesn't it have to be embarrassing? Because there was a few candidates that didn't get invited to either of the debates, and they had to and watch that. Did. and be like, <laughs> yeah.
2: what? He's pulling like
1: 0001%, and she got an info.
2: I actually kind of enjoyed her a little bit. I thought she was a little spicy.
0: SNL is going to love her this week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, might as well stay on uh, old Marianne there, talking about the most libertarian moment of the debate, which is pretty damn hard to pull out. But. She I think it was the first question she was asked, first or second. The first one I paid attention to at least. They were talking about healthcare. Everyone's talking about their different ways for universal healthcare. I'm going to do Medicare for all. I'm going to do Obamacare plus whatever. I'm going to, you know, let you have your private healthcare but still have Medicare for all. And she comes in and she's going down that road and she kind of got off to a slow start and she say, "Well, these are superficial options you're talking about." And then she really got to the heart of it and started talking about, no one's talking about the real cause, the real problems we have in this country. Why is yes, everybody John. sick? You know, why, yes. why do we have so many sick people? She started mm-hmm. hitting some of those topics uh, that are actually causing it. I thought that was the most libertarian moment of the debate. Yeah, fluoride in the water.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah! Making them fucking frogs gay. All,
0: yeah, all that, all those vaccines that are killing everybody everywhere.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that, t- I think that was one of the most libertarian moments, but who was it that said tariffs or taxes?
1: Andrew Yang. Yeah. That's what I put down. I don't and- remember that. One way. of the
2: because-
3: times he actually spoke.
2: I know. What the fuck? Like he was so base, but that was his one bright point and he didn't even do it well. How very sad.
3: He replaced
0: his button with an American flag pin and lost all his powers. I know. He he came across as like the annoyed like teenager. He's like, "Do I really have to do this debate?" <laughs> he like, was obviously standing. it's simple math. I give like you each a thousand dollars. It's better. You get it right.
1: He was standing with his hands in his pockets, which oh you don't beta. often see that.
2: Beta,
3: <laughs> yep. He wasn't wearing a tie either. MSNBC actually complained about that.
2: I actually okay. didn't even notice that. How woke were no you?
3: He was there. That's
2: because you're sober.
3: You <laughs> see. <laughs> It's like my, my my Joe Rogan
0: third eye is just popping, no. noticing those things.
2: <laughs> yeah. So you, you guys
0: both thought the tariffs, <laughs> not taxes. Remzo, did you have one too? Or a different one, or same one, or anything? Uh, it, it was that one. I mean, it was all like. Here's the thing. I, I get. I get kind of upset
3: when people stretch terms and the biggest thing I hate it when they stretch is, Oh, this is a libertarian moment. I remember back in 2016, someone actually wrote an article. It didn't go too far, but I do remember it actually existing. Somebody said that Mike Huckabee had one of the biggest libertarian moments of the night because he actually criticized the federal reserve, like criticizing (laughs) little things, bringing up little things that we might talk about. I mean, hearing it, it's like, Oh wow, they're not complete communists, but, um,
0: (laughs) They are. I, I,
3: I mean it's just like I, I, I feel like like I feel like this is the unified dumbing down of America. We're so used to just hearing them say these completely totalitarian things at the moment they even give us like a crumb, a smidgling of like sanity, we jump and we're like, Oh, this is libertarian, this is really nice. I think we're just so enamored with statism that we we will just stretch that term. So well, I don't even like really saying something was explicitly libertarian.
1: I, I don't think it was you know, like if I had to only I'm only saying that because that was one of the categories listed. And so you have to search for nuggets. It's not like yeah. I think anyone thought, oh, my God, he's a libertarian. It's like, well, I guess that's the least non completely status thing that's been said. That was kind of my uh, I mean,
3: if anything, it's Hickenlooper because he brought up that, you know, he, he legalized marijuana in Colorado. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just all those little things. It's just I, I, I've gotten. I I I see this online. I see this when like run around DC. Like today I I saw two teenagers arguing about Medicaid for all banner. They stuck on a bus stop station uh, bus stop wall. And it's like, you know, we're we're stretching these terms. We're just, you know I things are going to get bad. Things are going to get so bad. We're going to be like, well, they didn't explicitly say they're going to abolish private property. So therefore that was a libertarian stance. I think this is the beginning of a bad road for things further, especially as they have to like commie each other.
1: I was trying to think. Oh, go ahead.
2: No. So I would say to that point, I think that sometimes the diagnosis is decent, maybe on the left, but the solution is so not decent. And then we just, we jump to that. Like, you know, um,
3: like like I think taxes. Bernie like I agree with you I think Bernie actually made a lot of very valid points yes it's almost mm-hmm. always spot-on when it comes to addressing the problems except his solutions make everything in, in in fact itself much much worse
2: yeah yeah no and that's one of the biggest parts uh, the hugest faults on the left would be um, sometimes they do maybe just out of their pure hatred for Trump um, diagnose a problem that's actually a real problem somebody was talking about crony capitalism a little bit during the debate which i found interesting but then it just devolved into government solutions
0: yeah yeah i think who was that i think that was uh gillibrand talking about crony capitalism Mm -hmm. yeah yeah she she was compared she was talking about capitalism versus greed she brought up the nra somehow (laughs) it's i I don't know how that factored in there but yeah she definitely
1: Led the debate and uh, butting in and uh, every question and talking over people.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: Did did anyone see what Michael Malice tweeted about her? No.
2: No. What?
3: He said that she's America's ex-wife.
2: She is.
0: (laughs) She is.
2: I actually really, really dislike her. I've already divorced her.
0: I thought Hillary Clinton was America's ex-wife. No? No.
2: She's She's a skeleton in the closet.
1: So I was thinking during this debate, I'm like, is Hillary Clinton a like a more preferable candidate to anyone. <laughs> oh
2: my oh. God. Wow. That, wow. You just made everything more miserable than, <laughs> she would have been the thought,
0: libertarian yeah. candidate on that. She script. may have been, <laughs> she like, might've <laughs> been. Well, it was like, I, I think oh, of like all the shit. times they were like, raise your hand if you want every person who comes to this country illegally to have free health care and everyone's like raising their hand joe biden's looking around like okay (laughs) yeah did
1: you see joe biden like kind of raise his hand a bunch (laughs) he's like
2: he did one of these a lot and then he got called out which was one of the best uh (laughs) that was probably the most entertaining
1: which time
3: time? Uh,
2: yeah there was like three i know yeah
0: Yeah. uh, vice president biden did you raise your hand it's like joe joe were you waving at me or is that (laughs) a hand raise it's hard to
2: or, or was he getting ready to do this? Just
3: I, I feel I feel bad <laughs> for Biden because most of the time when they would do the split screen between the candidate yelling at him, most of the time Biden would look at them like, "Who the who the hell are
1: you? <laughs> <Yeah>. like, oh, <laughs> who are you people?" There was a great uh, great glare by Buttigieg to swallow after he's like, "You should have just fired him." And oh yeah, and he moved. He was like, he was pissed. Oh, you're, t-
0: you're talking about Judge back to Swalwell.
1: Yeah, yeah. like Swalwell's yeah. like, you, well, you should have fired the chief of police. And like, can okay. we
2: can we address how many times Joe Biden got called out on the Obama administration and how entertaining that was? That was awesome.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, oh I mean, he, he the was again, the on.
0: only one. He, he kept going back to it, though. It was his crutch. I mean, he kept going <laughs> back to Obama. And yeah. uh, I mean, that's at the end of the day. That's I mean, that's not going to help him. I mean, that's. Because Obama, I mean, even to Democrats today, they're, they're realizing that Obama is not as great as they think.
3: Well, I mean, towards the end, at one point, he almost screamed out, I am Barack Obama. Like,
1: <laughs> he, was
2: really, he
3: was really struggling to try and get people to fall back in love with him. But,
2: Ripping his shirt yeah. open and, <laughs> yes.
3: You want to end up like Bin Laden? Do you? I didn't want him dead begin to begin with, but we, we won't
0: talk about that.
2: So Kamala oh. hates Biden like they're serious. Oh
0: yeah, for sure. Oh,
2: that for was amazing. Sure. Yeah. I like she, response she
0: was given like the, talk to the hand, Joe. You know, like it was, uh, that was mm-hmm. a little bit he of sass.
1: He didn't uh, come back at her enough on this point, but when she was hammering him about kind of like the civil rights, he's like, well, I was a public defender. You were a prosecutor. He should yes! have really gone into that. Like you put this many people in jail for these offenses. You sent this many people to death row. I mean, I wish he, he would have just gone further into
2: well,
0: that. his Rico, uh, his brain can't yeah. handle that. It's...
3: He That's never, too
2: much objectiveness. Yeah. Too much objectiveness.
3: I have a question for each of you, and I want to go down. John, Trisha,
1: Rico. 30 seconds only.
3: <laughs> two words. You get is two it, words. Is it worse <laughs> to infer that someone is a racist or segregationist?
2: Racist.
1: Racist, for sure. Well, racist encapsulates same a segregation. Thing. Yeah, it's a-
3: I, I almost feel like the whole segregationist tie to Biden. I almost feel like they're really trying to step it up because they're like, y- you could be racist, you could be like Trump, but you're a segregationist. Like oh. the whole busing issue. The only reason, and I think a lot of people are gonna be kind of lost on that, because well, that is a part of civil rights history. Like I, you know, I spent the last seven months writing a narrative biography of George Wallace, and I just recently found out about the whole. Um, Brown v. Board of Education busing scandal between 69 and 72. So to say, you know, I I think it really hurt him because one, you're saying segregation that like really makes a lot of people flinch. Secondly, you know, you're also reminding people that he was a working adult during the 1968 Indianapolis riots after um, MLK was killed. So not only is he old as shit, but now he's also a de facto (laughs) segregationist.
2: (laughs) And so is that like that segregation is like the um
3: the, the is, literal act of separating people,
2: yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, but it's so ridiculous, so yeah, so ridiculous to to tie him to racism. It's just such a losing argument. You're gonna tie a guy who was the vice president of the first black president and tie him to racism like
1: well that's how how far left everything is gone it's insane like he his answer wasn't absurd it's like look i wanted there to be local control over certain issues which i mean as of like five years ago was a reasonable thought for many issues but now it's like nope the federal government and someone actually told him on a hypothetical question it's like well you're the government like apparently the the president is the government. Well, no, holy
2: shit. Yeah. It's just a
1: king. Just a king. Yeah.
2: Thank you for your term limit, monarch yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, no, I, I think that's funny because the, the whole time we moved this window so far to the left and this was on full on display and racism is the crucible of this. So it was basically Kamala and Joe Trying to figure out who was the least racist, <laughs> which was really funny, because obviously she's a woman of color, and so she thought she had that on him, but then he was also a vice president of the first uh black president, so mm-hmm. it was kind of like like a death battle. It was very interesting
1: <laughs> is the number of years he's in government has been in government gonna hurt him It seems like he would be the front runner if he never had any well, I guess he's a front runner because people know who he is, but he's gonna be hurt because he has such a, a legislative record. But
3: let's let's let this sink in. The first time he ever ran for president was 1988.
2: Holy shit.
3: 1988.
2: And he still has the same amount of hair. He,
0: he ran well, against Ron have- Paul, right? Yeah. Wasn't Ron he, Paul running as a libertarian as 88? As as in 88? It was uh so mm-hmm. it was, so the final
3: was uh Bush dukakis, dukakis oh, yeah. and yeah. my gosh michael dukakis is so much more of a better choice than any of these oh, people. Yeah. <laughs> i missed
2: michael but, yeah. dukakis not really that's fine but so- yeah i mean he, he's
3: been in office so long i mean i think for a lot of people it was it you know of course trying to tie him to racism segregationism i think a lot of people at home were like okay that's just kind of you know, that's kind of BS. But for, you know, many, especially young voters, I think tomorrow a lot, you're going to see a lot of pundits go ahead and say, Joe Biden's old as dirt. Like mm-hmm. people make fun of Bernie, but like, we're learning about stuff that's like, you know, when we look at history books, it's like black and white photos and crap. Joe mm-hmm. Biden, like he kept, as he kept talking about his references to his uh, victories and his big moments of his career, like he kept going back and back and back and back. And to say that you are a practicing attorney in 1968 (laughs) like my god yeah
0: and and the the average voter looks at that and they see got so many problems in this government and joe biden's been a public servant for like Mm -hmm. their entire lifetime why would you elect a guy president who's been involved in this whole racket right but like if we can just take our libertarian goggles off for a second and just like judge judge from the uh you know, just the normal person's perspective, whatever that means. Who do you think, I, well, I guess in the eyes of Democrats, because Republicans are going to hate them all, who do you think came off the best in this debate? Who do you think won? I,
2: I'll answer that. Kamala, yeah. for sure.
0: Why? Why Why do you think so?
2: She has charisma. She speaks to people. She is somewhat intelligent, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, she came out of the gate, like, Hardcore. Uh, And she owned that stage for sure. She's a force.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I would have said Biden too, but he had a couple of just awkward moments. He he has an awkward like pause when he's answering. Um, Sometimes it's like, is he trying to figure out an answer to the question or is he just waiting for momentum to build in the crowd? It's kind of awkward, which, like Mm -hmm. everything he does. I'm going
3: to actually diverge and say Marion Williamson, honestly, Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people going into tonight, they already had, you know, a kind of a predetermined favorite going in. So I don't necessarily think that any of the major candidates, Biden, Sanders, um, Harris, Gillibrand really gained any new people. Whereas I do really think that everyone on stage lost a good amount of support to her just because Mm -hmm. that woman's so freaking weird. Like, it's like watching a train wreck. It's like you want to call the cops, but you also want to watch it.
2: I kind of did, too. I get that. I think that she was just a little bit different than everybody else. And actually, she has a really great. She's a good orator, too.
3: She's the Aubrey Plaza of the Democrats. (laughs) Kind of out there, but you just want to watch.
2: Right. She she has a really
0: really interesting (laughs) accent, too. I couldn't quite tell what it was. I thought it was a speech impediment. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I, I actually did too.
0: We going to fight I, with love. <laughs> I, I think uh you know, I think I think Kamala performed very well. I, at the end of the day, Biden and Bernie could only lose, I think, you know. Yeah. Nobody's cuz a lot a lot of You're democratic everyone's, voters Everyone's stealing Bernie's shit. Yeah, a, a lot of, well, I mean, <clears throat> that's what Bernie's all about, stealing other people's shit. So it's that's his own problem. <laughs> we
3: like, 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 People my crap.
0: I think an interesting question
1: is who do you think Trump thought won the debate? And will we find out when he tweets?
0: I doesn't, I wasn't done yet, Rico. Oh, sorry. Oh shit. I was going to say uh Buddha judge. I think that he performed fairly well. And I I don't know. I just, maybe it's because it's the first time I've ever heard him talk. I wasn't expecting him to, you know, have such a commanding tone and I didn't really agree with anything he said But I thought he was very, uh, very confident in the way he spoke and he wasn't you know, he didn't rush through answers like, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, if you want to take like who I think performed the worst. I I think Swalwell was was one of the worst, if not the worst performance. Oh, Uh, yeah.
2: He needed to go home and go to bed. Can we talk about
0: that pass the
3: torch thing? Because I couldn't tell whether or not he was trying to draw first blood with Biden or try and appeal
0: his case to be vice president.
2: Hmm.
0: I think he was. I don't know. He's trying it's to make cool. a name for himself.
2: He was making mediocre ambitions for vice president. I think that's a very fair assessment.
0: <laughs> He's from California, right? He has no
1: chance. <laughs> like, Why would you pick a Democrat from California to be your vice president?
0: Yeah, there's no reason to. You pick someone from a, a state that you need the need yeah. the swing. Right. <clears throat> so, Rico, did you, I think you had another question that you cut me off, then I cut you off. Oh, I was well,
1: saying, who do you think? Or will we find out who Trump thought won the debate by looking at his tweets and seeing who he takes potshots at?
0: Yeah, That'll be interesting because is he going to want to – because I wonder who he wants to face. So he's going to – Williamson. Weaken-
2: Williamson. Oh, well, yeah.
1: I, I think the realistic <laughs> candidates, he'd want to face Sanders. You think so? Yeah. Probably. I, I yeah. think Sanders is too much for most people to stomach, just like his
2: – Yeah.
1: Everything is. We're gonna take this. We're gonna do this. Like I don't he think evaded,
2: he evaded questions more than any other candidate on stage, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So
0: yeah, I, I would agree. I think Kamala Harris is the biggest threat to defeating Trump, at least right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe he'll take shots because if he takes shots at Bernie, that's going to elevate Bernie. You know, everyone will rally around Bernie. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to watch.
2: Mm-hmm. Indeed.
0: What's a, it's okay. a wall. It's a marathon, not a sprint. These. I, I
3: mean, I mean here, here's <laughs> my thing. Like ha- having having worked as a consultant from 2015 to 2018, um, you know, I, I look at very like obscure details about voters. And here's the thing, and this is why I know that neither Delaney, Booker, or Bernie will ever be president. Americans don't like people without hair.
2: This is very true. Brian
0: McWilliams talking about you. will never be president.
2: <laughs> just God. A... Fellas, aesthetics matter.
3: Well, like, like seriously. And I think, you know, women have this, like, there's a strange online cult following for Buttigieg called Turn Pete Straight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a real thing. Where and, are we going right now? I think I'm, he's I'm a concerned. closet. I think he's a closet straight and he's just pretending to be gay. Okay, you know conspiracy what? It's so freaking so so weird you say that because I was joking
3: with my girlfriend the other day. I'm like, I think Mayor Pete's actually a straight dude. And she you was like, he, why yeah. do you say that? I'm like, it's just, he doesn't give off, he doesn't make my
1: gadar ping.
2: I, I think he gives off a super straight vibe. I completely agree.
1: Maybe that's his gimmick. He picks up a lot of ladies at the bar who want to yeah. be the first one to climb that mountain.
2: I don't know about
1: that. I mean, it's a I'm theory. a lady. And- it's, a, it's a working theory. I don't know.
2: Okay. Yeah, you need to work on that some we'll, more. We'll workshop <laughs> it a little bit
1: America more. America
3: will not elect a balding or bald president. It's just not going to happen. Right.
2: Right.
0: That's why Dick Cheney can never win. Exactly. Sure.
2: Yeah. That, like, he's little he's a horrible human being. It's an so. indicator. And he's the All
0: devil, literally.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> he walked around for three years without an actual heart.
1: <laughs>
0: like literally, still
3: might not have one. I don't know. It, it was, uh, no, he has one. It belonged to a child. I'm not making this up. This is all
0: stuff. I Google don't. it. Google it. <laughs> I, I, I I believe you. We got our first snort now. So
2: yes, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> that might be the first snort in Lions of
1: Liberty history.
2: I snort. It's fine.
1: You're welcome, America. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes. So
0: to move on from that, let's talk about the most statist <laughs> moment from this debate. Oh. This is probably the most difficult question. Tricia, <laughs> do, do you have an answer?
2: Yes. I believe somebody mentioned um, jailing insurance companies for um, provi- uh, not providing the service that they promised. Who was that?
1: Jailing yeah. insurance companies?
2: Yeah. Uh, or no, no. Jailing and, um uh, people from insurance companies for not providing a, a certain service.
1: Oh, I don't remember. Taking it's fine,
2: semester. You can tell me what was it?
0: I uh, no, d- no, I don't remember.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty statist. Um, so that you know, is talking,
0: extremely statist. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Oh, here it is. I have my notes. Um, Oh, put people in jail for false advertising, um, insurance companies and their employees. And that was Joe Biden.
0: Joe Biden. Oh, the old uh, moderate yeah. Joe Biden jailing so, insurance company. Yeah. Employees. So
2: somebody from an insurance company uh, promises something and they don't deliver. And so we will put them in jail. Yeah. That's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty status. So
1: I thought the most status, and the, like you said, it was very difficult to tell, um, to make a call on this one. But yeah. Swallow, when they were talking about.
2: Wait, wait, uh, say his name again.
1: Swalwell. No. <laughs> no good. <laughs>
2: this sounds really good. <laughs>
1: Let's call him ders um, <laughs> he, he said, like, when they were talking about the Second Amendment, he, he said mm-hmm. these words, we will take. And I thought just the, that mm-hmm. phrasing, which definitely reflects his mentality on the uh, authority of the federal government just taking, we'll, we'll take the guns and God knows there's not going to be any problem with people being, uh, having their guns confiscated and you know no threat of uh, violence there.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, the next, you know, the next thing category we have is scariest moments. So, I mean, we can kind of talk about both here because they're kind of the same, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also I think it was in that same exchange with Swalwell where <laughs> he was think he says something about well, you know, we don't dress our children to go to school because you know they. That was to, insane. We we want them to look <gasps> oh, nice. Oh yeah. We, we dress them to identify their bodies after mass shooting. Like what the fuck world are you living in, man? <laughs> yeah, I no, could be- If anybody is doing that, that, please get help. Please, <laughs> please get some help.
1: I couldn't believe that was that. He's like, you go to the movie theater, you look at the fire escape. I'm like. I don't think I've ever done that.
2: Right. <laughs> you well know? maybe maybe because of a fire. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> like I know where the exit. But th- that was that was like such a right dark mentality to have. <laughs>
3: Cursing Gillibrand trying to sound like she's some type of like grassroots fighter. She kept using a lot of really aggressive terminology. I'm there on the streets. We're gonna fight him, we're gonna go get him. We'll do it by any means necessary. She was one interruption away from saying legalize the purge. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I thought,
3: here's a prediction, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. make this publicly here. You're welcome, John. Um, by the end, once we get down to like the final two or three Democrats, one of them is going to talk about wait. legalizing to to a night of just uh, just all-out crime.
1: Against Republicans.
3: Like, right. you can, like they will say, you know what? America's just really pent up and angry. Hasn't read Eat, Pray, Love and all that crap. 12 <laughs> hours for all the crime you want. Murder, rape, arson, theft. Just do it in predominantly white Republican neighborhoods.
2: But wait, I, Wait, I want to say I felt like the whole debate – they were trying to make Donald Trump a boogeyman, which uh, Democrats are pretty good at that um, through, you know, media and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it was, was really disconnected and they didn't do a really good job of making him a boogeyman. There was such a disconnection of what they were talking about and then trying to blame him. I, I did I, I a very good job. This,
3: if anything, they made a lot of people realize Trump isn't. That terrible. Like you're trying to say right. he causes cancer. He's making the climate worse. Marianne Williamson, I think, is my favorite person because she was like, he's intercepting your nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> <What the laughs>
0: <are> you <laughs> That's why she's an
1: author. She has these creative... Uh, yes. I right.
3: love that. She needs to stop hitting the bottle.
2: <laughs> I think she probably was stoned. Yeah. There's something <laughs> right
0: with that yeah. person. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting fun. to watch if yeah. she does get a bump in the polls, just because yeah. just a simple fact that she got some camera time and nobody knew who the hell she was. <laughs> so it'll, it'll be fun to watch. Like, she's, who is
2: Oprah. she's Oprah's friend.
0: Oh, is she really Oprah's friend?
2: I don't know. Somebody said that. I'm not sure <laughs> if that's true or not.
0: Just is run with the- Dr. Hills. I, Dr. Fields.
2: Show. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Dr. Fields.
0: Not. So uh, we, uh, we talked about the uh, you know the most statist, Do you guys have a, a scariest moment other than the most statist moment? A- anything else that that stood out? That was I crazy? do, John.
2: I'm waving yeah. my hands. Um, the fact that the uh, buyback of assault weapons was just like this natural, like we talked about it, like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Or they did. That's really creepy.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> just an accepted fact. There's going to be a buyback. And buyback is such a nice term, um, for what yeah. it's actually going to be. It's going to be a forced confiscation,
2: right?
3: A- abolition of private healthcare. The fact that now we're actually talking about like just abolishing it. No oh choice.
2: yeah. It was all about universal healthcare and a mixed market. Now, I mean, they're using
3: something. the yeah. term, like we're going to outright abolish it. Like 10 years ago, they were, they were they were talking about, you know, it's really funny, um, Joe Lieberman in two thousand and four, two thousand five, I think, was the one vote in the Senate that actually prevented, you know, single payer health care from being passed onward. And years later it became the Obama Exchange. Uh, the Obama healthcare uh, market exchange, and now it went back to single payer healthcare. Now it's just flat out, we're just going to abolish all private options. The fact that now we're at that point within such yeah. a short amount of time, I think, is pretty terrifying.
2: You make a really good point because there was um, the first, I think it was 40 minutes, were about healthcare. And it was mm-hmm. basically them arguing being able to keep um, private healthcare and then just going to a full universal system. And it was almost like, the people that said let people keep private healthcare and have a mixed market system were, were completely crazy. And then the universal was the one that got the most applause. Yeah. And that's really creepy.
1: The only question it seemed that they were talking about is like how quickly they can get from a mixed bag to completely
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, government run healthcare.
2: Yeah. At, at
0: one point, one of the, I think Lester Holt jumped in, I think it was with Bernie and uh, he's like, Uh Senator Sanders, you realize that no state has successfully been able to implement universal (laughs) health care, right? That might have been the most libertarian moment, really. That
2: was actually – Lester actually gave some good questions, John. It was actually – yeah.
1: Actually, I'm going to give Rachel Maddow the uh, highlight of the night, though, surprisingly. It it was pretty funny. Do it. Do it. She nope. she asked um, sure. Bernie Sanders about a quote that he said, and and it was about I think gun rights, and um, it was toward the end of the debate, and and she read the quote, and Bernie Sanders was like, "Well, that's a mischaracterization," and she like deadpan, she's like, "It's a quote." And
2: yes, yes, <laughs> it
1: made me laugh. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. So, yeah.
0: You gotta love that. Bernie hates getting quoted. He's said a lot of crazy. He's shit. like my
1: quotes mischaracterize my position.
3: Senator Sanders, you once said the Sandinistas were on the right side of history. I don't know them. But you have a photo of you with them. <laughs> it's all
0: just a rose. <laughs> Not a bad Bernie. <laughs> we have video of you singing with communists in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! We're
3: just trying to drive the conversation away from the one percent.
2: and you know it's funny like
3: like, honestly like in a way i'm kind of glad that bernie's running again because um you know pure comedy well i mean there's that but this upcoming october is officially uh five years with my girlfriend and the first night i met her was on halloween 2015 and i was dressed up as bernie sanders oh shit so in a way we get to go through this nightmare together again
1: <laughs> She's obviously not a libertarian if she was attracted to a Bernie Sanders costume. No, Amen. but
3: I was, I was the funniest person there because I, I was the only one at Liberty University to have the balls to dress up as Bernie Oh S- No.
2: You like Jerry Falwell?
3: <laughs> like is a very loose term.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, I might go off into a tangent, but I don't want to take go over John's show. Jerry Falwell is the biggest. Piece of shit! He's did you see? Did of,
3: you see that Babylon?
2: Garbage.
3: Did you see that Babylon B uh, blog that came out today of Jerry Falwell kicking a Mexican
2: kid? <laughs> <laughs> I Get not, out of God's I'm country! I'm <laughs> going to look at it now. I'll send <laughs> it sure. to you. It was, it okay. was pure magic.
3: Pure yeah. magic! Oh
2: Lord! Oh Lord! Were you a neocon then? No. Oh. So <laughs> <That's a laughs> <Yeah, I'm> disappointed. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sad now.
0: <laughs> Re- Remzo has been a libertarian since. I mean, I've known Remzo since he was probably since you were what, like 20 years old, or like younger than that, probably. When I was 19, and I'm 24 now. Yeah, you were active in libertarian politics back shit. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: John yeah, was there I was... at
3: my birth, basically. I'm so. Did he
2: deliver you? Uh,
3: yeah. Okay, we're gonna put him in front of the laptop and turn on Paul versus Giuliani. <laughs>
2: Sweet.
0: This will convert
2: <laughs> This converts
0: all the babies to libertarianism.
2: Yes. That should be a required thing. I mean,
0: uh, I'm about- all for it.
2: Okay, sweet.
0: <laughs> so,
1: Look at me candidates. This up. You're, is that still your first glass? Of
0: no. course. Seems like every <laughs> time you pick it up, there's more in it. Is somebody okay, no, there right. pouring more, like behind the scenes? Yes,
2: oh. actually. <laughs>
0: out of the to talk about
3: Andrew yang yet. let's talk about oh him. oh my talk God, about
2: how fucking horrible was he. Uh, I have he was cardboard breaded with cardboard with more cardboard.
0: apparently, he's the most libertarian democratic candidate that I've <laughs> I don't know what article it was I saw or meme I saw, but it oh, it was like, yeah it I remember was, that it yeah. was trashing every democratic candidate except for. I think except for Bernie Sanders, and it called Andrew Yang a closet libertarian. Well, that's
1: <laughs> what? Do people have any idea what a libertarian is? It's no. not um, giving everyone a thousand dollars a month.
2: It, wh- why is there no right. follow up
1: questions like why a thousand?
2: Right, he's a cardboardarian.
0: He was he does well, he yeah. does have like he'll come back like they'll ask him a, a follow up question. And he'll come back with a detailed answer and give like percentages, like, "Well, you give thousand dollars a month to everybody, and then then the top ninety four percent are raised up out of uh, this level." It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? You have no idea what you're talking about, man. You're just making actually, up numbers. He's
2: just pulling numbers from everywhere. It sounds <laughs> fancy because he's Asian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, like here, here's it's a- true. It's true. It's true.
2: Mm-hmm. You
3: well, know it. You, you know, co- coming from a, coming from half my family, which is Korean. You Please
2: know, don't pull the race usually, card on us. Tonight. Like the,
3: usually, <laughs> when they pull out numbers, I I just give up. But okay. like, here's the thing, like I've been um, a- Andrew Yang's been uh, around D.C. and Virginia quite a bit the last couple of mm-hmm. months. And That's I- right. You, you I- went to one of his rallies, right? I-, I went to one of his rallies. I've been writing about him for, uh, you know, the American Conservative and magazine, Free the People, Advocates for Self-Government. Like I've covered a lot of him because I just think he's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, people have said, you know. Uh, said so that I'm like on the Yang Gang and stuff like that. You know, John, John and I discussed this. Like, I'm pretty agnostic when it comes to UBI, so that caught my attention about
0: him.
2: Are you? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait! Back that train oh, up. Ho,
0: ho ho ho! This is gonna happen right now.
2: Oh shit! You wanna fight? Some, you wanna fight? lay it down. Come on, lay it down. UBI? That's not fucking even close to libertarianism.
0: I never said it was.
2: That's you said you were
0: agnostic towards it. Yeah, you were agnostic. agnostic. Because you should
2: be atheist towards it. You should be atheist as that motherfucking shit. You know what? I, I,
3: I say stuff like, you know, I, I don't believe in an anarchist society and people get. Oh, I do.
2: Really,
3: it's just not going to happen. UBI is not going to happen because at the end of the day, they're all utopian concepts. But the thing about Andrew Yang is that ultimately, right. um, this is a guy who actually goes and he talks to people on the right. He's been on Ben Shapiro's show. He's mm-hmm. been on Rogan, if you want to classify Rogan, kind of that's. Uh, like I, I do thinks,
2: think he uh, is more intelligent. He just has no charisma. Either.
3: But, but you know, the, the refreshing thing about him is that he hasn't completely like blacklisted people who aren't progressive okay. from the conversation. And he's been willing to go on the record about things. He was at Liberty con. Uh, oh, you know. was he? Yeah.
0: And it was but very how is strange. He
2: liberty? How is he Liberty? Lance,
0: uh, uh, Lance, like interviewed him from uh, being libertarian. Yeah. And it was yes. I'm like, it was a good interview. Like, here's the
3: thing. Like, And, and, you know, having having worked around a lot of politicians, like even though he's never run for office before and people think, oh, he's so relatable and stuff like he's a very good politician because he'll go from one place to another and he'll say exactly what the host wants to hear. And a lot of people don't really monitor candidates to see how Mm -hmm. they are, because typically, you know, for a lot of folks, they're just going to go, you know, for example, Democrats are just going to go MSNBC, CNN. They're not going right. Andrew Yang, if he went on Fox News, he would be called the most Christian-like conservative Democrat running. But then he'll go on CNN and say that Fox News is basically ISIS. Like he's very good at doing that, which is why, you know, he's got a lot of people tricked.
2: But that actually makes one of the worst people.
3: Yeah, that's the scary thing about them, though. Mm-hmm. So you have things like UBI, which are, you know, I've, I've called it the best, worst, worst, best policy out there because it gives right. you everything you want and everything you don't like. That's
0: a political then, slogan yeah. right there. It, it is Rems- like, you know, Remzo Martinez, you trickster
3: like it's just one of those things where it's like you know it, it's 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 circular flow it's really good it's really good it's really bad it's really bad it's really good it's really good it's really bad because at the end of the day like all utopian concepts what they require is a more perfect people than the world that we live in now for these perfect solutions
2: right which is why a free market system and mm-hmm. a voluntary system is the best Wh- which it's is why perfect.
3: yeah which it's is why utopia yeah, which is why when you hear, like, Hickenlooper Hick and, and Yang – I'm sorry, not mm-hmm. Yang Hick, – Hickenlooper and, and Buttigieg. And for the record, I had no clue who Bennett was. I, at one point, I actually got yeah. him confused with Hickenlooper. Yawn. Thought they
2: were.
3: <laughs> but, you know, yeah. at least they went out there and said, you can't just eliminate all private health insurers. You can't I just did, do that.
2: I did appreciate that, too. And I understood that the problem was that um, people, especially Democrats, because um, like like I, I was – Talking about tonight, watching this debate was really strange for me because um, I was a neocon and so I fought mm-hmm. uh, liberal ideology for so many years that I have just kind of let go of it because it's such low-hanging fruit to me. Mm-hmm. So to watch this was a really surreal experience for me because it just is so stupid. <laughs> I would rather fight a conservative on war state or the police state. But um, I did appreciate that they were talking about, okay, what's the practicality of uh eliminating private health care versus universal health care but it, that doesn't matter because if you're not um charismatic enough to gain the populace as a democrat being reasonable means nothing as a uh, like
3: for a lot of people hearing sanders just blatantly say abolish private insurers like yeah. here's thing. even though people there was nothing might,
2: behind like, it there was yeah, nothing behind even it
3: even though people nothing might like the sentiment. They don't like being told what to do. They want to have the option, even if they don't want the option. They always want it either way, which is what a lot of, you know, Bernie bros might not say. It's what's going on there. It's like, you know what? What
0: if I want it? Why is he going to take it from me? What if? And that what
3: if factor is what's going to kill him.
0: And, Mm -hmm. and, And the truth is a lot of, you know, middle class to upper middle class Democrats who understand what's going on around the world. They understand in Canada, you know, you try to see your doctor. You have to wait for 30 days or or two months. You you try to go uh, to the hospital over in the UK. You're in a room with six to eight people. These things get around. And not everybody is for, not all these Democrats are for universal health care. They don't want this system. I think think they're really missing the mark on this one big time.
2: John, who was it that brought up the fact that the populace in Canada is quite different than the United States? And so to translate universal health care in Canada to the United States versus the population here, who was that?
0: Could have been. I, I don't know. Um, that, that was
3: Hickenlooper.
2: Hickenlooper. Hick That's Looper. a really good point.
3: Well, like, here's the weird thing. Like, I, I've been to Quebec enough times. Mm-hmm. Like, you still have private practices. You still have private yeah. practices. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. if the Canadian healthcare mm-hmm. system is so good, why are people going for private physicians?
2: hmm Or why are they coming here for care?
0: Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Rico, what do you think? About what? Anything? <laughs> uh, I, healthcare. So Canada.
1: <laughs> well, I did want to go to Montreal this to week, but that's another story. Um, so <laughs> so Camilla's story about the You know, people going to the ER and then sitting in the parking lot and worrying because their kid has a fever. It's like, do you understand what would happen if you made treatment basically free? How much of an overload there would be on the system of people? Oh, I heard my baby cough. I'm going to the emergency room. Oh, now there's a 5,000 person wait because everyone's going to the ER with a kid with a cough. It is like the supply and demand. Dynamic doesn't apply with anything. Uh, how are you getting enough doctors that never asked? And then Gillibrand at one point said with the immigration, well, we're just going to give, we're going to have enough judges to have these uh, hearings instantaneously. And every person claiming asylum is going to have a lawyer. And I'm thinking, Oh, really? So hmm. you just get to mandate lawyers, take the cases and how are you paying them? And nothing ever is asked follow up. So
3: you bring up something that I, I remember from very early on in the debate. It was when somebody asked uh, Harris how she was going to pay for things, and <laughs> she basically avoided the question. Surprised you didn't do it in Spanish. But, um, <laughs> I mean, she was basically like, I don't need to explain shit. Well,
1: it was. She was like, who the fuck cares? You know? We're going to do it, and you're going to like it.
0: Yeah. D- didn't uh, one of the moderators ask one of the candidates a question in Spanish? Who was that? Was that, was that Buttigieg? Yeah, I think so. At the very beginning how uh, weird money. was how weird was that
2: that was very they strange. Co- was
3: they coordinated weird. that no like 10 bucks they coordinated that
1: <laughs> uh, yeah no, it was st-
0: we, we just hey, got a, hey, uh, a comment we got a comment here on the zoom we got Davey Martinez watching he says he worked in Montreal for two months and they all hate the health care they say people abuse the system and it takes like six months to see a doctor so there you go America wake up from Davey Martinez. My Amen. cousin Amen. Rem, Hi, Davey. cousin. I yeah. Six degrees of Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> Every Martinez is related. It's a fact. There used to be a
3: joke. My first year in the army, uh, I was in a predominantly Puerto Rican platoon. So the joke used to be, you can't throw a rock in the army without hitting a Puerto Rican. You can't, you can't throw a rock at a Martinez without him being related to me.
2: <laughs> Martinez, Why? Martinez. Are you of Puerto Rican descent?
3: Did you just assume my Latino hood? Of I course, did. Yeah. I, did.
2: Um, <laughs>
1: I always thought you were black.
2: <laughs> I did too. You
3: know, sometimes I identify as that, you know, it's funny. Quick story. I promise I won't go on a tirade. When I was a junior and uh, no senior in high school, I got so bored getting rejected for scholarships. I just started saying I was black on a bunch of them.
1: <laughs> okay, Elizabeth yes. Warren plan. Yeah.
3: I, I mean, a native American. I mean, these days I could probably get away with it.
2: Yeah, Everyone's you could there. you could totally be Cherokee, like for sure.
3: Without a doubt, yeah. It's like I Native American. Well, I was born here, so Native, like,
2: right. <laughs> all right. So, so two
0: two last questions I want to make sure to get in here because okay. they're going to hurt. To, well, the last one's going to hurt to answer for sure. Uh, but this oh, one's yeah. not. This one's not going to hurt. So, out of all the candidates, which one do you think has the best chance to defeat Donald Trump?
2: I'll go first. Uh, I You're up. Ka- I think uh, Kamala Harris.
1: For sure. I agree. Reasons? She's she's checking the boxes. She's a woman. She's a minority. She is um, from California. Now, I don't know if that really matters, but.
2: No, she's, that's actually a she's very, she's
1: very <laughs> progressive. And uh, like you said, she has the stage presence. She has charisma. She
2: emotional connection, she seems
1: to have enough, like, kind of. She had some kind of one liner, I thought it sucked, and I forgot what it was. But it was like a scripted kind of zinger she threw in, and she's mm-hmm. gonna have that. So that's kind of what she,
0: the thing about putting uh, was about like putting bread, yeah, on the oh, table yeah, that's what it was, it was so yeah. stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like, really,
1: people are mm-hmm. starving. No, come on, but it,
2: oh, she got thunderous yeah, applause, it was though.
1: ridiculous, but it was yeah. clearly like you know, a line that could, she, she had planned and, and threw it in organically. Um, yeah. So I think she's, she's definitely the biggest threat. Yeah. Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. Oh my God.
2: Yeah. I can't even talk to you anymore.
1: Well, he does support UBI. So.
2: Yeah.
3: Pete, Pete endorses and supports everything Pete should like, he, here's the thing. Like, like, Bernie Sanders is a pretty horrible person because of his terrible commie views. At least he believes them. Pete Buttigieg, when I look at candidates, I look at three things. How are they across the board in terms of cross demographic appeal? Pete is usually in the top 90%. How is he at fundraising? Was one of the top five day one fundraisers when he announced of the entire democratic field. So he can get money. And secondly, that, that little Chiding remark that he made about the Republicans and Christians, and to an extent, like I agree with him. Right, right, right. Having gone to Liberty University, I could tell you that Jesus is not a Republican, folks. I'm sorry to say that. But, like, those little remarks people want that. People don't want a candidate that can just make sure Republicans I'm sorry, that to just make sure that that Democrats show up. They also want someone to demotivate. Trump supporters and libertarians and everyone else from even showing up to begin with. So it's less about sometimes getting people to show up. It's more about who you get to keep home. And I think a lot of people will get confused about what they want to do, or they'll feel demoralized, especially if the polling shows one thing or another, if it's really slim. But I think mayor Pete has that effect on people. Uh, Nicholas Wieser brought this up about uh, three weeks ago on my show, and I didn't quite um, think about it until very recently, but tonight it really did show me that I think he is the biggest threat. Yeah.
0: Honestly, I think it's close between the two, but because uh, Kamala is a woman and a minority, I think she's, she's also is. a fucking cop.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: she she is. One. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But uh, America loves cops, except for oh
2: well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. When- it, it was it was interesting. Um,
2: there was a John, little back. There, John, there was a yeah. Uh, what is your censorship as far as um, swear words? Use them. <laughs> uh, so, can I say "fuck the police"?
0: Well, we're going to be demonetized, but we already are. So, okay. A,
2: oh, you already are. Okay, so I fuck mean, the this police. This video. When where, you I see I the
0: mean, police, you think that. of safety.
1: I believe that was a uh, phrase used at.
2: Yeah. I think so. <laughs>
1: the other
3: day, somehow I got a letter in the mail asking if I wanted to donate to the police benevolent. Oh, Society.
2: fuck that! I didn't do shit. it, but
3: but it came with a sticker. So what I'm doing. Put the
2: sticker on. Hell yeah.
3: Putting the sticker on. I'm gonna never get a
0: ticket again. Yeah. If you could make like uh, copies of that, you could sell that sticker, make some money. Thank you for
2: your service.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so last question, the hardest question of the night. It's election night. It's Donald Trump against one of these shit show candidates. You're not allowed to vote for the libertarian. You're not allowed to vote for Donald Trump. You're not allowed to vote for anybody else. You can't write yourself in. You can't write in Ron Paul. Gun to your head. Who do you vote for? Donald Trump. I said you can't vote for Donald Trump. Oh, you can't? Oh. You can't. You got to oh. vote for one of these candidates. So you um, uh. Andrew
3: Yang, because at least I get a thousand bucks a month. <laughs> <laughs> By not talking the most, that means he said the least stupid things.
2: You're a whore.
0: I'm proud of it. All
2: right, you're you saying go, what we
0: all—what we all know. We all know yeah. Remzo's a whore, Trisha. So,
2: okay, um, I'm gonna go with Marianne
1: Williams. Oh, Can I change my
0: vote? Can I change my vote? I forgot. No, about- it's red- No
2: Texas vaccine. <laughs> no Texas vaccine. It's
0: written in stone, Remzo. <laughs> uh, uh. She's already won
1: yeah. love. Our love has already won over two people <laughs> right. the it's the power yeah. of love.
2: <laughs> right. Right. You can play like
1: the back to the future clips. Power of love. Um, I'll go with Biden, I guess.
2: Oh what Joe the fuck Biden is wrong with what the you. Fuck? What the fuck, dude? No what thousand dollars doing?
1: for
0: you.
2: No nope. he's I think no money, no love.
0: Well in, in in fairness, Joe Biden did say if he's elected Unfollow. he's gonna cure cancer. So Rico is coming out against cancer, everyone. He's against cancer. Right. So, so write that so down.
2: Brave. So grave. So I mean,
1: what is the argument for anyone else, really? Who the fuck knows who Williamson or Yang? W- what positions do they have other than love well, for Williamson? No, no, no. And $1,000 $1, I- a month for Yang. Like, okay. Who knows?
2: I'm going to answer your question because they're all going to be the same person. How do we want to be entertained? Oh.
0: That's With money.
2: <laughs> oh, fuck
0: yeah. Uh,
1: that's, that's that nice. is a good point.
0: Make it rain. Yeah. Well, I—I I mean, and for me, my answer, Marianne Williamson, also just because we just—we're just coming off four years of Trump. We—we uh-huh. we need to have <laughs> another entertainer. We need to have yes. another psychopath in there who's not going to kill us all. And if she loves everybody, she's not going to kill us,
2: right? right. I don't if I'm think gonna, so. if I hope I'm going to have a term limited monarch, monarch, I'm going to want them to entertain me, like yeah. fucking entertain. She'll, we'll me, get okay? peace with North
1: Korea. Should just walk across the uh, DM. Uh, Z, and, and put a <laughs> rose in some soldier's gun, and yeah. you
3: start a Kickstarter to buy her a bicycle and a plane's ticket to to Syria.
0: <laughs> see how love works. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be surprised if tomorrow you see a Libertarians for Marianne Williamson page show
2: up.
1: <laughs> her love is winning the world over already.
2: Right. I'm that terror. would be amazing I'm if, like,
1: she actually became a well-known candidate and she was on these different shows she's on
3: what
2: if
0: she becomes president oh fuck (laughs) people were saying the same thing about trump that's That's the thing that's Mm -hmm. That's the
3: thing
2: yeah
1: what book is she written i gotta go on overdrive and see what she's the author of i never heard of her before
2: i don't know
3: she wrote like her own version of the kama sutra which i'm pretty (sighs) sure is just all missionary (laughs) for
2: real
1: yeah wait is that really
2: no, make that real.
1: <laughs> I don't want to read that book.
0: Her
2: own I do. I do. <laughs>
1: yeah. What if it's like a
3: All missionary and intense icon? Do you remember
1: that sex book Madonna came out with like 20 years ago, yes. and it had yes. pictures of her like having sex with Vanilla Ice?
2: Yeah, that's really horrible uh, Yeah, but maybe Thank you. Thanks. Thanks well, for you brought that up article.
1: Williamson and the Kama Sutras.
0: <laughs> Rico Rico has it yeah. on his desk no,
2: right Rico, next to him. I yeah, read
1: right yeah. it every night before I go to bed.
2: You read Rico's Kama Sutra? No. I read okay.
1: Vanilla Ice's okay. Kama Sutra.
2: Oh fuck, that's worse. <laughs> it's
1: my favorite book.
3: I have this uncontrollable twitching in my life in my left eye. <laughs> it's not even it's, I'm not even doing it on purpose. It's oh, just like woo. involuntary. We got to drop cameras. Oh,
2: I got to drop. I got really excited about Rico's commissary. <laughs>
1: I'll send you a copy.
2: Oh God, <laughs> don't.
0: All right. So let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's close this shit show up. Let's go around the table <laughs> real quick. And uh, Trisha, you want to go first and plug away anything you're working on? Anything you want
2: to talk about? Oh, no. Follow me at um Trisha Stewart on Facebook, uh, Twitter. And um, I put most of my shows there. And so I love you all. Fuck the state and taxation and stuff.
0: Fantastic.
3: Remzo, top of that. Remzo W. Martinez across all platforms, the audiobook version of Stay Away from the Libertarians coming out August 15th. Uh, uh, August 30th, my newest book in print and digital release How to Succeed in Politics and Other Forms of Devil Worship. And as I announced, <laughs> October 2019, the audiobook of that version will be voiced and narrated by Johnny Adams from uh blast off of Johnny Rockets. So have to succeed in oh, politics fantastic. and other forms of devil worship, August 30th, 2019. Rock and roll Rico. Any closing words? I have no
1: plugs. It's been, it's been a blast. I'm so glad I got to watch two hours of a democratic debate and then, uh, talk about it for another hour. And, uh, I plan on doing this. Well, how many, like 15 more times in the next year
0: so oh god <laughs> yeah, well at least it's only democrats horrible. not republicans too and uh, how do we sign these things off how does mark do a sign off i forget mark
1: just throws his headphones at the wall and then
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's
3: do a bill o'reilly we're
0: fucking done we're doing it live
2: here's how, how i over. sign off are you ready
0: yeah it's over show's over bye
2: oh, i didn't get to say it john <laughs> thanks for nothing no, but
0: what were you gonna say go ahead it's not over i
2: say peace love and fuck the state Fuck the state. Fuck the state. <laughs> but more over importantly, peace. peace. Yes, I agree.
0: Marianne Thanks, Williamson right. style. Yes. Bye.
2: Marianne <laughs> <laughs> Williamson. Good night, fellas.
0: Well, later. All right, see ya.